Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Hi, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 247. We waited 15 minutes. We're not sure if Ryan's going to be with us or not, but I do have the magnificent one with us. No special intro this week, Matt, because um, I think it was Ryan's turn anyway. How's it going, buddy? Uh, odd week. Odd week. Um, I've had um, a co-host um, running for cover because of a hurricane. Um, I've had a co-host. Um, Who's your co-host in like... Florida? Connor. Oh, he's in Florida now. He'd moved to Florida now. Yeah, oh, he's I knew he'd moved. I just thought he'd moved within the state. He's, I didn't realise he'd moved states, down. Yeah, to he's in oh North, my I think gosh. He's northern. Okay. I think he's northern Florida now. Yeah. Oh, geez, he picked a heck of a time to move to that location. Wow. Yeah. Is he? Oh, I'm. I'm laughing. Is he okay? He's absolutely fine. Absolutely okay. fine. Met him the other day saying there was a little bit of minimal flooding, um, but under the house, um, and everyone's fine. Um, comparatively, it was fine. The, the streets were flooded, though, apparently. Uh, but uh, all good now. And, uh, you know, thankfully, everyone I know is safe and well. And I'm glad the hurricane was this week, not two weeks' time. <laughs> But that's me being any good. That's me being slightly, uh, slightly self-centered. If it's not, you get to visit a water park, I guess. I've already planning on doing so. Actually, um, a week tomorrow, two weeks tomorrow, we're recording. Actually, as it goes. Oh dear. But yeah. But apart from that, I had a good, I had a good weekend. You know, we, you know, I watched some good soccer. Um, even got one had a water game. A, I'm glad I got a, to uh, join you for that. Listen in on you guys, you and Dan talking and yeah what a trying to stay unbiased <laughs> it was very difficult nah forget that forget that it was very difficult to stay unbiased but it was professional at least all right what do you think then because klopp said it was a bigger win than the barcelona game would you agree oh it's kind of tough well it in terms of what it does for the morale of a team absolutely when we got that barcelona win Liverpool were riding high. Liverpool were fl- at the top. We've had a, a stop start to the season, really. Van Dijk got sent off, obviously, um, rightly. Um, uh, I disagree, but well, we we can agree to disagree. Oh. But the fact is, he did. He does take the training leg before he gets the ball. But so, it wasn't inside the area, and for, they said that that shouldn't be an automatic red. No, no, but and it wasn't a professional foul either. It, no, no, it was denying a goal-scoring opportunity. That's why that's why the red card was given, and you know, to be fair, he was through. If he got past him, he was through. Um, but that's definitely we're here. There's there. plenty of other decisions for our team that we do not like, um, who have got away with absolute murder though. And it seems it just seemed like that we're being picked on. When I say we, Liverpool are being picked on because the McCall. I would like to point out absolute bullshit. I would like to point out, though, it did galvanise the team because Trent Alexander-Arnold, who was starting to... on the field, probably. Probably not, no. But the first uh, yellow card was also bullshit as well. You can't throw the ball away. Yep. It, was he time-wasting in the fifth minute of the game? No. No, he threw the ball away 
it's an it's an act of dissent. Doesn't matter, Graham. That is a dissent thing. He, Graham. Well, I I'm not gonna. You. I hear you. To the letter the, of the law, the rules are being enforced for everyone this year. Look no, at they're them. not. Though. No, they're not. Because that Manchester United at... goalkeeper should have been uh, that should have been a penalty because he punched the player in the head. It was uh, an actual ball. Well, absolutely, so, and in, to be fair, the referee and, and the VAR referee were were sacked for it. They were, but I haven't seen anything. I know Forrester protest. This is sorry. This is just good cop, bad cop with a K right now. Um, I have seen Forrester protested that decision with Manchester United because uh, Mason Greenwood would probably qualify for the England diving team after that. That was absolute Mason Greenwood. So I'm not going to say it again. Ridiculous. I'm not entirely sure Mason Greenwood is the right person to choose. Oh, sorry, not Mason Greenwood. I'm getting my stories a little mixed. <laughs> Wrong Manchester United forward. Or forward. Me Marcus Rashford, Graham. I meant Marcus Rashford, of course. That's how I rate I was about the decision, Matt. I said the wrong player. <laughs> what under the collar? What under the collar? What under the collar? Um, well, despite that, despite that, <laughs> it was a great game in general. It was a good advert for Premier League in general. Um, I was particularly happy because everyone laughed at me for making Nunez my captain in my fantasy team, and he only came on, but he scored two goals and was declared man of a match. So I was extremely happy. We didn't give him man of a match. We gave Anthony Gordon. He had a good game, whether we like him or not. He had a good game for Newcastle. Yeah, um, he, he was constantly he, he, a yeah, thorn in the side. I'm not a big fan of him, but he was he was he was not making Trent's life easy. That's for sure. At times, he he's very he's absolutely, old. absolutely. Um, slightly makes me smile a little bit now that Newcastle have been given the group of death in the Champions League as well, Graham. Um, oh, I saw that. I just saw that as I was driving home. Um, I was at a light and it flashed up, so I just looked. I was like, Oof. yeah, fine. I think it's PSG. Mm-hmm. Um, Borussia Dortmund and AC Milan. Newcastle, yeah. you wanted this from the big boys. There's some big old sharks there, mate. Welcome back. <laughs> Absolutely. But that's about my week, though, Graham. What about your week? Um, it's it, it's a it's been a short week. We're recording a day early, in case we didn't mention. This is Thursday. Um, I'm getting prepared to head down to uh, Virginia Beach. Uh, Jay and I are going to go see some uh, VCW wrestling, which we have not seen in uh, four years, and go and see some museums and a few other things. So yeah, it's just been a kind of a school week. Ma- Mason's had a lot, of, lot of practices, games, and. I say every week, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I didn't even play disc golf. That's how tired I was. I dropped him off at practice, came back and slept, woke up, picked him up from practice, and still tired. Um, so just just busy with school stuff, really, to be honest. So nothing of any other merit, really, to talk about, I don't think. And not watch oh. much wrestling either. Embarrassingly, with all the with all the uh, things that went on at the weekend that we kind of alluded to in our last episode at times, um, yeah, I have not seen all in. I've seen bits, but I haven't seen much. So depending on how much is talked about, and certainly with Ryan not being here as we speak, um, I don't know because I know sometimes you'll throw it open. So Graham, what did you think about this? Like I don't think anything because I don't know um, unless you talk about very specific things that I did see. So. We will see. I don't think that my moments are going to clash with your moments. I'm pretty sure of that this week. Mm, oh, I think one two might, Graham, actually. They might? Really? Might. Huh. I guess there's one way of finding out, right? Good cup time! Good! Bad!
All right, let's find out if it works that way then. What's your main good cop moment of the week? Main good cop moment of the week. There are few and far between, but one I have chosen is Impact have signed a new wrestler. Oh, I have I missed this. I have not seen this at all. They will be making their debut at the next Impact pay-per-view. They're expected to be chanting for the world championship immediately. Oof. Now you don't like it. you don't like it when that happens. So that tells me this is immediately this is a very big name then. Chanting for the world championship will be Jordan Grace. Oh, okay. Big, mm. big, big signing for, for Impact. Re-signing Jordan Grace. I said this months ago. I'm like, this has probably been done. And it had been done. She just took time off. She's on a brand new multi-year contract with Impact Wrestling. And she is going to be at the next Impact pay-per-view. I am so excited, Graham. Big fan of Jordan Grace, obviously. Mm -hmm. well me too and uh you were right uh, i saw i saw the tweet earlier in the week see you soon jordan grace i was like great finally so um yeah i only at that point i hadn't seen the announcement that it was impact but just the just the mere announcement of see you soon was enough to warrant that i had to uh include it in my list um but i had more pressing things to talk about as my main cut moment but yeah absolutely so was she, do we know, was she just taking time off for injury? Was she just taking a little bit of mental time? Um... She, was, she took time off to take part in the, um, in the Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic. Ah, okay. I don't know to hand whether she won it or not. Uh -huh. But I can quit look it up momentarily, but uh, <laughs> um, I should have had that to my hand. But I didn't have it to my fingers because I thought you knew. Um, but... Um, yeah, I'm very interested to um, see who what happens because obviously Naomi wasn't there. Well, Trinity, I should say, wasn't there when Jordan Grace um, was there. So some new matchups there, maybe a new rivalry, maybe 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 even um, a new alliance. Who knows? They could do anything they want to with those. So I'd watch Trinity versus um, versus Jordan. Absolutely, I'd take that. Yeah, that's a pretty good match. There's certain lot worth matches that you could see um, in wrestling. Uh, one of which comes to mind, which will be in Bad, which is in Bad Cop, and I'll talk about that, and which will probably make you very angry, Graham. Actually, eek, that's not a good. But song. yeah, my main good cop moment is that it's for Impact because Jordan Grace could have gone anywhere. She chose to stay with Impact. And for that, I give her a lot of credit. I give Impact a lot of credit for, you know, encouraging. Yeah. Well. So what about you, Graham? What's your main good comment of the week? Well, I, I kind of already alluded to it. Just, just the fact that I'm, I'm going to see some live wrestling this weekend. And it's kind of been minimal this year. I haven't really had a chance to go to many events. Um, it, I saw it was Memorial Day. Uh, it, am I getting it right? I'm not. Labor, I keep saying Memorial Day. Labor Day weekend. And I saw VCW was in Hampton, which is just a little bit closer than Norfolk, where it normally is. So it's about two hours, 20 minutes. But Jay and I wanted to go down that area. we got a few things we want to see. Uh, people who listen to JGB, it's basically the same area where we went to see Coppin State play in the MEAC tournament last year. So we got great experiences down there. There's a few things he wanted to check in with. 
slight bad cop moment. Unfortunately, Benjamin Banks and uh, Diamond Victor Griff are not going to be there. They've been banned from the building. Now, I don't know. I said to Jackson, I said, that might not be true, of course. That could be one where they say that and then they storm on in there. So um, if it's happening, Benjamin's being very coy about it because I did mention, I was like, ah, that's too bad. I was like, Jackson and I are thinking of coming down. And he said, ah, that is too bad. We would love to see you guys again. So I don't know. Even if they are not there, there's plenty of people down there who we do recognize who would like to see. Um, Logan Easton LaRoe, you mentioned recently, was the new tag team champion, which I yes. totally missed that story. Um, so they're going to be facing off against uh, The Boar and um, Erica Lee. So I'm I'm excited to see those two again and also to see um, Logan pairing up again. So that that's really good. Now, as I was starting to look, as VCW was going to be one of my mentions, just a few other things kind of came up um, that kind of linked to this. So it's it feels a little speed checky, but it's kind of all VCW related. OK, so I saw this this morning, Matt. Also, VCW announced that they are going to appear in Alexandria on um, the 11th of November. Now, I know your geography and is not excellent. So uh, basically about less than 30 minutes away from where I live. I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't think VCW has ever traveled quite that far away from kind of where their home is. So having said that kind of wrestling is coming back to this area, um, this is a good, this is a big one for me. So although we might not get to see Benjamin this weekend, he, well, there better not be an excuse for missing two in a row. Um, November 11th, that sounds like the ideal opportunity to see some of those wrestlers a lot closer to home. And perhaps it really really is going to be Virginia Championship Wrestling rather than just Vanguard Championship Wrestling, which it used to be. So they, it sounds like they are experimenting with different areas. And I can say they have a very, there is a very good wrestling fan uh, group in this area who unfortunately have been deprived of good quality wrestling the last few years so i'm excited for them to come up here and one other event that i did see um and this links into it and you actually asked me i i reserved one moment and you actually asked me is it good or is it bad in the end and i said i'm putting it in good but it's kind of a mix and i guess I sh i'm gonna have to get my phone out matt because i actually want to make sure that i read the quote correctly so um, Logan Easton LaRoe um, started sending out the fact that um, uh, VCW is appearing. So he was obviously promoting like you should always do for your own organizations. And the comment was, if you've ever wanted to see me wrestling in Nova, that's Northern Virginia, uh, this is going to be your last chance. November 11th, Alexandria. Now, I kind of read that as well. I was like, whoa, hold on a second. And somebody asked, what do you mean last chance? And Logan responded, this is the end of the road. So it's not not really a good cop moment that we're going to be losing Logan Easton the road. But obviously, it's somebody who we're very fond of. You got to interview him. Uh, we got to see him when we were at WrestleMania as well. He was one of the first people that I see. I think he was the champion of Nova Pro when I first went to Nova Pro, if I remember correctly. Um, seen him at different organizations. And if this is the end of his career... It's been somebody who's been pivotal, really, in independent wrestling for me. The fact that he had that chance to fight for the independent wrestling title. We've seen him locally a lot of times. And it just kind of was something I wanted to talk about this week. But I didn't really want to kind of separate those things out. So, yeah. few VCW things from me this week. But yes, I will definitely be at that show. And I'll be proudly wearing my new red Logan Easton LaRoe shirt that I bought when I was down in Richmond just over a year ago. Okay, right. A lot to unpack there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
first of all, Alexandria, as someone may have heard me say, because I was I I reacted and you completely blitzed over it. Well, I was trying to talk and I thought you were just being rude, so I wasn't being rude. I wasn't, being rude. I wasn't being rude. You said Alexandria, and I assumed you meant Egypt. <laughs> Well, that's why I continued and told you that it was within thirty minutes of me. Um, I'm assuming when I said that you was you you. I did click. I yes, talking about Egypt anymore at that point. I did click. Yes, I did click. Yes. Well, um, I knew even if you did know that there would be plenty of people who listen to us from England okay. who wouldn't have that context of how close Alexandria, Virginia, is to me. Mm. So, second thing, um, love Logan, real, real good dude. If you get a chance to go back and listen to that match at back on the network, it, it's way, way back in the pandemic era. Um, that's how long ago it was. Um, lot of, lot of love for that man. Oh, he's, 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 a, he's, he speaks so proper. You know what I mean? He just, but he seems to be, he's, he's just a good dude. He's in the top 1%. That's why he's the leader of the gated communities. So he, he has to. Yes. Absolutely. One of my favourite pictures of WrestleMania weekend was with him, so it was all good. And I am wondering, is that it's been such a long time ago? Because that's that's pre-COVID, right? And you're interviewing yeah. that's something. Uh, no, I interviewed, I interviewed Logan uh, WrestleMania uh, during COVID. During COVID. Oh, during COVID. Okay, is that something we could uh, tag in at the end of this episode, or would it just make this episode way, way too long? Uh, it's an hour long. It's an hour long interview, Graham. So probably not. <laughs> It's not a problem. It's not a problem. Um, right. And the last thing I wanted to just query about that is, you said November 11th? November 11th, correct. Huh. There's something oh. else going on on November 11th? Well, for me, there is, Graham. I mean, while you're going to wrestling show, I'll be at wrestling show, Graham. Oh, is that CXW's next show? CXW Toto is that night. Oh, okay. Well, it Same makes sense. That's really good. That's really cool. Um, November 11th is, is obviously... You know, I will pass on my uh, uh, when I see Logan. I'll pass on my condolences that you couldn't make it because you were doing the comment. I would. I do, I I look forward to to, to the videos that you will undoubtedly take from a front row, Graham. Oh, I'm, if I can, I will definitely try and get that. I don't think they've released tickets yet because it's probably still just a little too far away. But I will definitely be trying to get front row tickets. Oh, for sure, that's without a doubt. Um, I have to admit, I was a little panicky. When I saw the date, first of all, I was excited. But then when I saw the date, I was like, oh, shit. I think I have Jimmy Carr tickets for that day. Uh, so I had to check. What? Jimmy Carr is November 12th. Jimmy like, Carr? Jimmy Carr, yeah. Yeah, I saw Jimmy, Jimmy Carr, Carr. about five years ago. Um, I have a, an American buddy who's a big fan of Jimmy Carr as well. So we went to his show about five years ago. And then when we saw he was coming back to DC, he I, I messaged him straight away. I was like, do you want to go? He's like, absolutely. So we already bought tickets for that months ago, months ago. And that's why I couldn't remember the exact date. <laughs> that was good. I didn't know you could do a Jimmy Carr impression. Chris hates it. <laughs> He I love that. It. I thought that was brilliant. I was not expecting. I do, I do it all the time, and he hates it. Maybe because he can't do it. He also can't click his fingers or whistle. Um. Yeah, I have a weird one with that, and I don't know anyone else that can like. Most people can kind of click both fingers. I can't. I'm showing Matt right now, and there's nothing coming through. I cannot click right-handed, even though I'm right-handed. But my left hand, no problem. I don't know why a right-handed person 
cannot click right-handed, but I can click left-handed just fine. And I don't know if that sound's coming through or I not. I can click better my left hand. Oh, really? I can click, be- I can click my right. Maybe because you... Never mind. I thought um, it was... When I, I've tried this with like a few students. When I've asked them, they can normally click with both. Uh, but I've never had one that said who was right-handed that they well, can click better with I am hand. predominantly right-handed, Graham, but I am ambidextrous for the most part. Huh. Okay. Well, that might be slightly different then, if you if you have those ambidextrous Speaking of which, Graham, um, my brother is left-handed, and they're proud of that. And so is, oh, and and so is, and so is his son. Um, do you know what um, what the Latin for left-handed is? Oh bloody hell! Jeez, uh, my Latin's a little weak. I gotta admit, I, I have no idea. Sinister. Oh. <gasps> Really, I know that they used to tie kids' hands behind their back if they were left-handed and that. But wow, I didn't. Whoa, that's a cool little. It, fact me- there, man. it effectively means yeah. anyone who's left-handed is evil. Adolf Hitler, mm. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I think this is cherry picking a little bit. Like <laughs> if you're picking from, it's like twenty. Mussolini, isn't it? About twenty percent of people are left-handed. Ten percent. Oh. Ten percent, but even so, out of the billions of people, like Mussolini, okay, this Mahatma, is where, this Mahatma is where Gandhi, goes. and Walt Disney. <laughs> Did you just call Mahatma Gandhi evil? Anyone out there who's ever played Civilization will know what I'm talking about. There. Oh boy! But oh. an infamous bug in the game, Graham, where uh-huh. um, if you eventually Gandhi um, denounces all. Um, um, all pacifism and declares nuclear war on the world. Oh, I think I've seen that actually. I do. That is, it's, it's brilliant, and so it's such a good bug that it actually still happens in the modern games. They left it in. They uh-huh. actually, it's, it's, it's brilliant. I'm not saying that, that Gandhi actually is, but it's that was just funny. But Walt Disney definitely is. Um, we have an ambidextrous joke. No! Um, there's a pitcher who can throw left-handed and right-handed and when he made his debut this picture's been on a lot of social media things I don't know if you've ever seen the headline it described him as, but they didn't use the word ambidextrous, they were too lazy to look it up Uh, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? and his name is JGB Jackson no, no, um, they said the pitcher was amphibious and that's always the joke that we use now that Jackson said, like they were too lazy to look it up. We would have got the giggle if Matt hadn't have tried to hide his head there for a second. But no, that's always the joke now. If we say that somebody's like, oh, like, oh, I can write left and right handed. Jackson will always go, oh, he's amphibious. He knows that that's not the right word, but that's the, the little in joke that we have in our family whenever that happens now, just because of that. Amphibious. I saw him pitch. I did see him pitch in AAA, and there is somebody in college who Jackson and I talked about on this season of JGB, and actually he was so good. In his first game, he pitched left and right-handed, but then he was so good, they started him on the Saturday pitching with his left hand, and then they pitched him on the following day with his right hand. They switched it over. I was like, oh my gosh. I would so, love so to the see- batters can't prepare for him. I love it. I would love to see it, but unfortunately, it's Mississippi State, and I'm not traveling all the way to Mississippi on a weekend. During, you to, during you when I'm get, can't do, you, do can it. You, can you get the matches on like on TV? On oh, video I've seen it? clips of him. I've seen clips of the guy pitching, and he throws like a hundred with both hands as well. He, he's phenomenal. Uh, he's from he's from the Netherlands, which is not particularly known for its uh, baseball stars. But I do like the Dutch growing, particularly people who are like Gravenberch. I like the Dutch. Uh-huh. So has he signed for? Has he signed for? Not done yet. Check out oh, check out the body tomorrow, Graham. We'll let you know. 
when I was in a meeting just before I was leaving school, I saw it had broken that he'd signed for like 38 million. Uh, somebody jumped the gun a little bit then. Okay. I hadn't seen that, but it may have happened. I haven't seen it on BBC. I saw it on, I think this is Anfield. And once again, we're back to good cop, bad cop with a K. All right. Speed check time. Anything? It has been agreed. There's got to be a lot this week, surely. With it has been agreed, Graham. Oh, it has been agreed. Okay. So they it did. It has been agreed. 34 million. Okay, it said thirty-four million, but then when I clicked on the article, it said thirty-eight. So I don't know if there's like initially it's forty 34. million euro. I don't know if it's initially thirty-four, and then perhaps four more with um incentives or something like if they win the Champions League, they get an extra million, or if they win the league, I don't know. But it's around. It's that's it's a good there. signing. I'm like, I'm having, I'm having that. Right, okay, Graham. Right, won't be as happy when Salah leaves tomorrow, but hey. Uh, if it's 150 minutes ago, I won't mind. Right, okay, Graham. I am going to go... To, I'm going to turn the speed check. I'm going to take us um, around the world a little bit for this one, Graham. Okay. Um, for the first time since 2017, WWE are holding an event in India. Mm. It's called Superstar Spectacle. Um, they held one in 2021 in the Thunderdome. Uh, where they had every match involved an array of WWE superstars against a, an array of Indian talent. Um, the Indian talent didn't always go over, but that was fine, obviously. Um, this time, there's only two matches confirmed so far, uh, which so far is um, Imperium, um, that's Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci, facing Seth Rollins and John Cena. Uh, and the other match currently is Indus Shaw challenging the WWE Tag Team Champions. Now, it's been left ambiguous as to who they're going to face because it's the week after Payback, which is oh. Saturday, obviously, and it's Judgment Day versus um, KO and Sammy. Um, got to admit, I'm quite looking forward to Payback. I mean, Granted, it's not going to be all in. Um, people are going to hate me for not mentioning all in, but to be fair, I haven't seen it either. <laughs> so I'm not going to. It would be wrong of me to pass judgment on something I haven't seen. We could make a but... recommendation. Um, go check out Brainbuster Boys. I know they've done a review or Mount Rushmore Wrestling Podcast. Um, Chat, I think Grapple, Cheat Pops were there. Chat, Grapple, and Cheat. Chat, Grapple, and Cheat. We're there, there. so check There's those guys out. recommendations for starters. And they and they are all good cop moments, for sure. Yeah. Love all those boys. They're great. Yep. Um, and Indus, it does see Indus are um, actually doing something on the main roster at last. Um, but it'll be on, it'll be a network event as well, so everyone can see it, so it won't be a problem. The last thing I want to talk about, Graham, is um, the news that broke this week on Instagram Bronson Reed is going to be a father. Hmm. And I thought that given all the sad news we had last week, some some happy news like that was, was awesome. Bronson Reed plays a great heel, but he announced that his wife Paige and him are expecting a baby girl in 2024. They've been on IVF journey as well, and apparently Paige has been a rock star during the whole process. I'm assuming they, um, not that Paige. No, 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 no. Maybe because that's not her name. Okay, but if you said Paige in the wrestling world, people would know. Okay. Well, you'd, well that, yes. But no, I'm very happy about that. Um, it's, it just warmed my heart. 
Well, it's interesting you talk about Paige because I want to talk about a Paige in mine. Now, I kind of have oh, three female wrestlers that I wanted to talk about. Oh, do you have something else? I missed something big. It, it'll ruin my connection, but go ahead, whatever. I'll, I'll actually, it. actually, it won't, Graham, because I can feed back into it quite nicely for you, Graham. Okay, <laughs> because I want to talk about CXWV briefly. Um, you may have heard last week some of the matches that have been announced. Another match that's been announced is a three-way dance for the um, number one contendership for the CXW Tag Team Championship, uh, which is going to be. The Billington Bull, uh, yeah, Billington Bulldogs versus the Rebellion versus the British Top Team. All of them are going to go head to head for a shot at the UK Pitbulls, who defended the Tag Team Championships at a event called Big Top Wrestling. It was a free show that was put on um, this past week. Jake Pugh was there doing the ring announcing. Paris turned up to, to like to pimp them up. And the CXW Tag Team Champions were also defended there, which was really, really cool. However, Bulk was injured before the match, so he couldn't compete. So Big F and Joe stepped in as a former Pitbull himself, and he defended the Tag Team Championships successfully with um, with Big Dave. So Big F and Joe and Big F and Dave <laughs> defended the championships, and Joe still escaped with the championship intact. So that's going to be it. So we've got lots of things on that. But also, I did see it all from all in. I know this has been, been pushed, pushed everywhere. There was a certain family on the on the stage at one point. Um, there was of the Knight family on the stage. And the queen of that family is now Soraya Graham. Ah, there you go. That's how you're going to get it back. Well, I just changed the order. I was going to go with my original order now. So I'll just, you ended with Paige. I'm going to finish with Paige as well then. So obviously Jordan Grace's tweet was my first one that I noticed. And I was also going to talk about uh, NWA. I think it was NWA 75. And there was a lot of wrestling on this weekend. A heck of a lot of things on at the same time. Uh, Camille Brickhouse no lost her NWA women's title after 831 days. Um, I did get to see her wrestle down in Richmond last year uh, with her now husband, uh, Thomas, whose last name I cannot remember. Ah, the British guy from Chesterfield. Um, she she did a great job with that title. Um, she's passed that on to the next person now. And this next person is someone who's still only 21 years old currently, and that's Kenzie Page. Now, I've seen Kenzie Page a few times, not live, unfortunately, yet. Um, but I saw her appear on uh, AEW um, when she was, I think she was only 18 at the time. Uh, Spit in singles matches, tag team matches. Some of those I went back and watched this week just because I saw that connection there and I wanted to just refresh my memory about Kenzie Page a little bit. Some great intergender matches as well. Um, I saw one on Crossfire Wrestling. Uh, a dog collar match. You don't really see intergender dog collar matches, Matt. I'm sure you'll have some in your roller deck of uh, wrestling matches, but nope. it's kind of unusual. <laughs> And um, but yeah, no, um, Kenzie Page is also somebody who features on I can't remember the wrestling organization, but they'll often tag us in events. And I'm always happy to retweet um, any independent wrestling events that that do that for us. And um, yeah, Kenzie Page is somebody who's wrestled for them multiple times. I think the organization's in Tennessee, which unfortunately is just way too far for me to go personally to see. But I'm always happy to retweet that. But yeah, Kenzie Page is the next person that's going to take that um, title to the next level. And I don't 
don't have this on my list as well, uh, but the first non-binary title holder at NWA as well. I also saw this week, and um, I believe their name is Max the Impaler. I'm trying to, I didn't have that written down, but I seem to remember seeing that story. So I'll finish up with that as well. Fair enough, sir. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we've looked at all the good stuff, Graham, this week. Is this a rollover week? Seems we didn't use any of our bad cop moments last week. Is this going to be a, a double roll? Is this a double rollover? We've got lots to talk about. I don't know. I've got a lot to talk about, Graham, but yeah, this is going to, I'm going to be ranting a lot here, I think. Oof. All right, I always bad cop loves a rant. Let's do it. Good. Bad. Rant away, Mister Lewis. What you got? I'm dying to hear this. Oh, where do I start? I was gonna lead with all out. Okay. But the last half hour before we came on air changed that. Oh. Sean Morley is now my is now my bad cop moment. Better known as Val Venus. I don't know if Graham has seen this or not. Have you? I have no idea what you're talking about. Val I Venus. Was, I've been, I have a job, so um, no. I, I, yeah. I literally left my job and came straight back to it. It's okay, Graham. I'll fill you, I will fill you in quite happily on the, um, on the news of this. Um, Val Venus, Sean Morley, call him whatever you want to call him. Okay, I'm going to call him a prick. Okay. Can you give us it some evidence even... to support this claim? At time of recording, it hasn't even been seven days since since William Rotunda left this planet. Hasn't even we haven't even had any form of you know medical examination results come out and that. It's not. It's not. It's nothing to do with any of us. What happened now? Okay, it, we we know the reason what, what happened. You know, we know that COVID got into affected his heart, and he was instructed to wear a pacemaker. But a body, an outrun, he wasn't wearing one. It was found in his car, and he unfortunately died. And that's tragic, and it's a shame. And you know, Val Venus says that COVID vaccine poisoned him to death. Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh my god! Now. He's long been he's long been a, a, a big anti-vaxxer, and, he's, he's, and I actually I actually been blocked, but someone else was was sharing like the posts on from Fightful, and te- usually Fightful slate are usually pretty oh, good for like the news. They're not they're not too clickbaity, um, yeah. And the people say, "Well, he's right, you know." I mean, and I'm thinking like, right. Block, 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 block. Mute these people. Don't want to hear anything from any of these people. They're all idiots. Anyone that's listening to my voice right now who is saying, well, it could be that. I'm like, it could be that. We don't know. To say that without any kind of medical professionalism to back it up, get in the fucking bin. Okay? I am not a doctor. Okay? Said that many times before. I'm going to say it again. I am not a doctor. I am not a medical professional with any expertise at all. I would never, ever, ever try and guess what someone is going through. My favourite memories this week, Graham. Literally something popped up in it saying like, like a quote from a doctor, like, I spent um, better part of a decade going to school doing, doing 
um, doing two degrees and become a qualified doctor, but turns out I should have just done, I should have spent two, um, two and a half minutes on Google. I'm big like, how can it be three years after COVID struck this, this planet, people still be so stupid as to say something like that before they actually have any kind of facts to back it up. I'm sick of talking about it, Graham. I thought we moved on from this sort of shit. I thought we had as well. And as soon as you mentioned what Val Venus was talking about, I was trying to look for another wrestler who I remembered had similar claims, but I couldn't remember what his name was. But while I was doing a, a key search on that, I found another very deplorable quote that was trying to link that with multiple other things, including uh, Triple H as well, because apparently he also took the Pfizer vaccine. I'm like, oh my God. Like, it, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say. I, I, I'm done. I'm tapping out. This I, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to leave at that point. Um, because there's nothing needs needs saying here. You know, I've said my piece right now. Uh, the only uh, thing I want to say about yeah. um, adding on to the Bray Wyatt story from yes. what we knew last week to what we knew this week, just the fact that it sounds like that he was tired, he took his nap, he wasn't wearing the, the pacemaker or whatever he was supposed to be wearing, or his recovery system wasn't nearby to help him if he did have a heart attack or whatever. Um, the fact that it sounded like Jojo found him, like checked in on him and wasn't breathing. And it's like, oh my gosh, like that's... Um, I guess the only positive side of it, it was he passed away in his sleep. So it sounds like that if that is how it, it happened... peaceful at least. Yeah, it, it, it was peaceful. But yeah, just... It's it's too soon. It's too soon. Um, it's easier to talk about it this week than it was last week. Was just too raw. It, it was too close. I hadn't yeah. had time to process. A week later, it's still an absolute tragedy. Um, but it, it's easier to talk about. And perhaps I should talk about what my bad cop moment is. Then, um, it's not really a bad yeah. cop moment. It, it's more of a unsure cop moment, and okay. it's more an opportunity for, for you and Ryan to, well, would have been to kind of talk about this one. Um, I've seen stories talking about obviously with Bray Wyatt passing, um, one of the characters that's out there now as well is what are we going to do with Uncle Howdy? Now, I'm not sure how I feel about this right now, so I, it's, this is why it's in the unsure moment. Like, I'm not sure, is it too soon to be even talking about this? Um, and if it is, and I apologize, and I've already stepped over a line here. Um, obviously, for his brother, um, this is still hurting a lot. Is that something that he would even want to do? Like, would that be too, would that remind him of Bray too much? Or is this something that he should do to kind of keep Bray's memory alive? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure with so many things on this right now. Um, I was just curious if you'd seen that story, any thoughts about it? Um, to me, it seems a little early for people to be mentioning that perhaps a few months down the line, Uncle Howdy could come back as a cat. I don't know. It, I, it, perhaps I'm being as equally disrespectful by even raising it. Not again. at all. Not at it all, it just seemed to be something that kind of fitted into that unsure. Um, but I can see it from both sides. Um, You're not being my initial thought Graham. is I don't really, Uncle Howdy is not the same as The Fiend so that, that was one side of it but at the same time if 
I could imagine Bray. If I don't know why am I? I don't know why I'm trying to speak for Bray at this point. I, I could imagine that you would want what's best for your brother, and under those circumstances, hey, if that can get Bo Dallas back into the wrestling ring, if that can be something that reminds people of Bray and keeps his legacy alive, I don't know. It sounds like um something that would be good as a as a storyline, but I, I don't know. I, I'm going to stop talking because I'm rambling. What you what do you think, Matt? Um, I have seen that story. Um, I was thinking that last week. I was thinking like, but at the same time, I was thinking at the time that that's a bit respectful for me even thinking about that at the time. Um, what about Alexa Bliss now and and Uncle Howdy? All this stuff was meant to be happening with Bray, obviously. Um, now Bray loved his business, obviously, and. I'm not going to speak for him, but this is this is a business, and the show must go on. Um, we saw it public on Raw. We saw um, Becky Lynch dedicate um, taking having the armband on, holding it in up to the sky, sort of thing. People still um, and rightly paying tribute to uh, to Bray, obviously um, at All In. Um, the Dark Order, the Fireflies were out in their fours. It was wonderful. Everyone got to do their little tributes to him. It's been wonderful seeing how much he was loved. Impact obviously did it at Emergence as well. It was so wonderful. I don't think Triple H would force Bo to do that. He would certainly give Bo the option. Let's not forget, Bo didn't have a job at one at for a long time with WWE. He had one. He has one now potentially. The character is intriguing to me. Uncle Howdy could be something really good, and Bo is still. But let's not forget, Bo is a creative guy as well. You know, he's got the same blood as Bray. Obviously, he comes from that the family. They get the business. I mean, yes, Bo's going to be hurting right now. Obviously. I can't imagine how I'd feel if my brother was to go. I can't imagine that. Mm-hmm. But I also know that down the line, you need to not move on, but you need to compartmentalize and you've got to move forward. You've got to move forward. Um, I think that it's not, it's not a reasonable question to ask. Um, because that matter is, is that, as I said, this is a business, this is the wrestling business. Unfortunately, people come and go in the business for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. Then, there was one other tribute I saw this week as well. The yeah. to All In, um, Reddy Paquette gave a, a tribute to Bray Wyatt or used a quote from him. So there was, I would say it was all over. It wasn't just a strictly WWE thing. No, absolutely. The other part was we were trying to guess at the time what was going to happen on the show. And you did mention that Braun Strowman had been called back. And how hard that must be to have two members of that organization die in such a short period of time. And um, just so close together. So young, both of them. Um, I think more it was, I I can't remember, is it Eric? Like he just... Eric Redbeard, yeah. Eric Redbeard. Like, oh my gosh, like the sadness in his eyes. And of course, um, that it was just, like I said, it was so raw for us last week. I can't even imagine when you know them as closely as what those guys did. 
um to suddenly be called within 24 hours hey look we need you on the stage and um no no we'd like we'd like to invite you to come and join we'd like to invite you and of course of course he would have accepted it would have been yeah he wants to pay tribute to him as well but yeah, WWE would have flown him out first class, private jet. The, the jet would have been flown out to them to, to bring him in. That cool. sort of person. Because Triple H is that sort of person, but even Nick Khan would have done that. Nick Khan, obviously, the president nowadays, of course. He would have flown him out. Vince is not working at the moment, obviously. He's CEO still at the moment, but who knows with his various issues, if that's going to still be the case when the, uh, when the next show um, completes. Of course, um, the next event after payback is NXT No Mercy. There's actually no No Mercy pay per view, of course, for for um, NXT. Uh, it has to be the first WWE live pay per view event uh, under the new umbrella. So that'll be worth seeing uh, if there's any involvement there. Um, I don't think it's wrong to. I don't think it's wrong to ask those questions, Graham. Um, well, when I acted on, I mean, us fans can speculate, of course. I, for one, would be more than happy seeing Uncle Howdy back. Yes, I would be happy. But I think let Bo come back on his time, his terms, because he's going to be hurting. Sure. I was also reminded um, with a Facebook post that I saw from somebody just how many deaths there's been from in, in wrestling this year. There's been a lot of people who've well, obviously we had two just in one week, um, and then you've also got the, the Briscoe as well. It's like oh my god, like you re- you reckon we just talked about the brothers there, like the Briscoes. Oh my gosh, like they wrestled together for years. Um, obviously, Bo and uh, Bray have wrestled together but it's like, it's not quite the same there's just a lot of people this year and there's been some that are just way way too soon and yeah, the Briscoes were another one that was like mid-30s it's like, oh my gosh Ooh. yeah yeah, it's a, not it's a good not... year for, for wrestlers passing away at all it hasn't been, Graham, I mean just say a few we've lost Bray Wyatt um We've lost Draws this year. We lost Bushwhacker Butch, uh, the Iron Sheik, Jay Briscoe, um, Superstar Billy Graham. You know, that's some big names right there. And last year, we lost Bruno San Martino, among others, last year. Mm-hmm. So we've lost quite a lot of people recently, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It's uh. sad. I just remembered I didn't include it in my... Well, you had a late good cop moment, so I'm going to turn it around. I'm going to have one more moment. Um, I know you're not a big Hulk Hogan fan, but I know I tagged you on Facebook because I thought you'd appreciate it. The six-year-old who went into his shop uh, down in Florida, and you could see it was being filmed. So Hulk would have noticed that it was being filmed. And the kid's all dressed up in Hulk style, and he's talking... Oh my gosh! And he mentioned the fact that he saw Hulk when he was three, but he didn't really, he didn't really have the game to talk to Hulk. Uh, but as a six-year-old, oh my god, Hulk played along beautifully with it because he said at one point, "He's like, if you're gonna be like Hulk, you gotta like rip off your shirt." Anyway, he carries on with his, and sure enough, at the end there, he ri- Oh my god, that was a cool moment. I, I love it when um, that was it was, it was cool. It made the it made that kid's day. Um, Hulk was really cool with it as well. And man, 
Where's that shop in relation to where you're going? Have you ever been to that shop, just out of interest? I know you're not a big Hulk fan, but as a wrestling fan, it would be a curiosity thing. Is Graham, it in- Graham. Graham, I is it, if, if that was in Orlando, Florida, Graham. You, oh, we've how many shops in, uh, in Orlando, Florida, right? Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not even sure if it's in Orlando, Florida. I have no idea where it was, Graham. I thought it was the UK that one, but yeah, I didn't know where it was. Oh no, he has a he has his own store. Uh, it's in Florida somewhere. I don't know where it is. I don't know if it's no, Graham. No idea. You've, never, you've never been before. Okay. No, Graham. If you found no, Graham, out it was within ten minutes of say the park. Would it be somewhere you'd go and check out? You couldn't pay me to go to Hulk Hogan's shop, Graham. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. I, I, I was just curious. No, uh, could... I, I would go. I, I would be very curious just to just to take a look. Okay. Uh, speed check. What you got? Right. Okay. I asked for a little bit of leeway here. Just a little bit. Um, AOP, the author of pain, Graham, remember them? From the yep. Yep. yep, been back in WWE since last year. They have? Yep. Wow. Yep. It was revealed today. I know I don't watch WWE as a regular. They haven't been on TV. <laughs> they, haven't been on, they haven't had a single match. They've been in catering since last year. Now, I, I did think about the analogy for this. Is this a bit like uh, soccer or football, whatever you want to call it, where you want to have a bench? So if you get people who are injured, you can kind of bring people in, but on the understanding that they're only going to get that chance if somebody gets injured. So I, They I were re-signed, and then Vince came back. Okay. That uh, may have something to do with it. I'm not quite it sure. It was a Vince pick then, probably. Okay. No, no Vince... It, Triple H guys, obviously they are, but they're not Vince guys, maybe. Um, I think the all-out card... You said they're Triple H guys, so he would have picked them to wrestle then, wouldn't he? Yeah, but if Vince, if Vince's fingers were, were actually in the pies, Graham, as much as people say they were, that it would understand why we didn't want to wrestle under him. But anyway, moving on from that, Graham, the all-out card feels very flat after... Um, after um, All In. You said All In was flat, and it turned out... No, no, I think no. the general consensus was it was a good show, right? No, All Out. I all Out. Clean, but when you were talking about All In before, there's no there's no promotion for, like, the non-house only matches and blah, well, blah, blah, And it was a great show. Everybody really enjoyed it, so... I'm nice and corrected, okay? Okay, so there's a possibility this could be as well. Okay, but right now, you're going to be... But with that now. card, that, that, that card they had on All In... Compare those matches to these, okay? There are currently nine matches on the card. How many of these would you actually pay the $60 to watch? Okay? $60, whatever you come up with, so... Bearing in mind, this is more expensive than All In was to watch, okay? Okay. Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen. I like Darby Allen, but no. Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs. I'm not interested in that one at all. Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho. I'm very interested in that match. I like both of those. Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley. Oh. <gasps> I, I don't know if this is going to work in your favour after all, Matt. Yes, definitely. Ding, 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 ding. Absolutely. Ding. That one, absolutely. But is it worth paying 60 bucks for? Mm. No, it's not. But Kenny Omega versus Konosuke Takashita. That'll be a good match. That'll yes. be a good match. The Bullet Club versus FTR and the Young Bucks. 
that sounds like a pretty good booking as well, I'll be honest. Oh, I thought you were going to come up with some really shit matches. <laughs> this actually sounds pretty good. Samoa Joe versus Shane Taylor. No, I'm not interested in that. Um, the Blackpool Combat Club versus Eddie Kingston and uh, Shia Batter. Well, sounds all right. Oh, uh, and, this is not going to... Oh, go, go ahead. Keep going. And the last match is Better Than You, Baby versus The Dark Order. Which actually is a spoiler for Rampage, by the way, because that's been announced. Rampage hasn't aired yet. This sounds like it'd be all right, but no, I'm not paying $60 for that match. The thing is, there's no World Championship match on that card at all. All Out is meant to be the Ooh. equivalent of WrestleMania. Hmm, interesting. I thought, but hmm. apparently it's not, because I think I think Ryan's double nothing is. Personally, I think All Out was a bigger deal, name-wise. But now, maybe All In is. I thought All In was the big one. First. Well, maybe it is, but... Well, well, that shows you how unclear it is, then, if three of us... But that actually leads into... Three my... events. Or all three events are so good. I don't know. But that actually leads me slightly into um, the fact that Nigel McGuinness announced that 81,035 fans was a new worldwide record for a pro wrestling event. Well, it's not. <laughs> you told me that last week. Yeah, but apparently... Um, some people are saying, um, and some people are saying, like, well, no, two night in North Korea would do 150,000 on night one and 165 on night two. Uh, and there was a New Japan one with WCW, which was headlined by Ric Flair and Anoki. Yes, there was. Resume 32 drew 101,000. Yes, that is all true. Some people say, yeah, but those tickets, some were given away and some, some were forced to go, sort of thing. They all paid from like. If you're thinking for one moment, some of those seats at AEW were not given away for free. People were literally giving away for free on Facebook Marketplace. Now, I am fully aware that everyone, that lots and lots and lots of people went. Okay. No problem with that, but don't, but when you get the marks in the comments saying, these are all paid fans, fuck off. Okay. If someone gave you a free ticket to AEW or WWE, WrestleMania or All In, who's not going to, like, say, if I, unless you actually couldn't make it, if someone gave you a free ticket to WrestleMania, Graham, mm-hmm. and it was one in WrestleMania 40, would you go? Free ticket? Absolutely. Absolutely. Of course you would. Of course you would. You'd have Everyone to be would. absolutely insane not to. Absolutely my point, Graham. Would, would you count to attendance figures? Were you there? Yeah, exactly. That means you're there. It means you were. That's in why attendance. they look at the gate and not necessarily. They the... didn't say gate. They said attendance record. Okay. That's the thing. Is they that's two very different things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. The 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 new acclaimed trios belts, Graham. I know you're not big on the championship belts, Graham. But have you seen what they look like? I have not. Well, they literally have hot pink. hot pink belts. And the belt straps can literally scissor themselves. Uh-huh. Like that. Um, yeah, bad cop. They just look hideous. They just look hideous to me. And the last thing, Graham, Orange Cassidy versus Pentagon Jr., which is a match which set up Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley for um, All Out. Orange Cassidy, Pentagon Jr., I love you both. Great match. Love you both. 
Stop abusing the Canadian destroyer. You kicked out of three Canadian destroyers. Literally, one, two, one, two, one. I'm like, literally back and forth, back and forth. No selling it, both of them were. Fuck off, it's a finisher. Pete Williams is dying in his grave and he's not dead yet. That was a long 90 seconds. I needed a bit of leeway, Graham. <laughs> I can't wait to check how long that was. <laughs> it's not the longest one ever, Graham. But, it's not the longest one. But to be fair, we didn't do one last week. <laughs> we we did not. We did not. So, yeah, um, um, anyone, and anyone who wants to at me for that, at me at Nishguy. Okay? Seriously. Right. <laughs> Um, well, if you went over, I'm going to go over a little bit as well. By all uh, means. This one's saved from last week. Uh, Matt, I'm sure you remember WrestleMania, obviously, since we were there. Um, one of the highlights for me was actually uh, Joan Jett singing uh, Ronda Rousey's entrance. I always think it's cool when the... the... Oh, you didn't like that. Okay, I, I did. And I, I found out she's an Orioles fan as well recently, so oh, I kind of like so I'm guessing she's a Maryland person. So you didn't like that either. Now, one of the bad cop moments I had from last week was um, the aforementioned, as you mentioned earlier, and I forgot them, uh, Chat Grapple and Cheap Pops mentioned the fact that when Judas was being performed, that would be the uh, the time to take a piss break. And that was going to be my bad cop moment because I was like, no, that's exact. I've been to when it's just played in the background and the crowd love it. The crowd love singing along to that. And from what clips I did see of AEW, the fans loved the fact that they were actually there and it was being performed live. So a bad cop moment on them. It was a week old, but it turned out to be, yes, it was definitely a bad cop moment. Um, watching the top 10 moments this week, um, I saw Jerry the King Lawler was back. I have absolutely no idea why, though. If you see those moments, you normally know, like, who won a match. You can see kind of the point of it. Can you explain to me, Matt? I have one more thing after this, but why? did he? Is he coming back for commentary? Was he there just to wave to the crowd? What, what they, was were in his home cra- they, were in, they were in his hometown, that's all. That was literally it. So, yeah. after, so after the clip, then, he waved to the crowd and then just went back through the entrance. Yeah, that was it. Didn't commentate on a match or anything? No. That was totally pointless. How yeah. was that the fourth best moment? Well, perhaps Raw was crap this week then. That was it like... wasn't even aired, Graham. <laughs> oh, it wasn't? No, it was, it was a digital <laughs> exclusive. That was, during, that was during an ad break. Oh, my God. Like, I watched it. And I was like, so what? I was like, I have no idea. I didn't realize it was from his hometown. It's a miracle he's still fucking alive is what it is. Okay. Like, I don't have a problem with you bringing a person out, but it just seemed weird. It was never explained. What, well, on the clip, it wasn't. And my last one is I'm going to go full circle, Matt. So I talked about the start, um, how good it is that uh, VCW is going to appearing in um, Alexandria um, on November 11th. The bad cop moment is Mid-Atlantic Wrestling, who appearing at the JC, um, the, the JCC, who I was really excited to see. You want to guess what date that is? November 11th? November 11th. I'm like, you fucking kidding me? I looked afterwards. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh, after the Jimmy Carr, Jimmy Carr was my first thought. And I was like, oh my God, it cannot be on. You cannot have, we have been so starved of wrestling and you're going to put on two shows within like 10 miles of each other on the same day. I was like, really? Um, I I really want to support Mid-Atlantic Wrestling because this is their second show and I missed the first one because I was in England. But now I know this is Logan Easton LaRoe's last match. I have to, I have to go to VCW. Right? Benjamin's going to be there as well. 
and there's going to be all the other i was like oh my um that's a terrible moment um i did see though um i do have a chance to go see some wrestling possibly next weekend as well um i did see that um the that organization is appearing in colonial beach uh which is about an hour an hour and a half from where i live and the boys love going down there the beach is obviously the clue um if it's nice weather we'll have a day at the beach in early september and then we'll go see some wrestling afterwards so we'll have to see but i was like oh my god that that absolutely sucks that that would happen and um yeah that's it probably a little over 90 seconds but i let you off ground i was in the ballpark i was in the ballpark but yeah can you believe that so not only when you mentioned the fact that CXW was on the same night, I was like, yeah, okay, I know something else that's on the same night as well. But I had to split those uh, two two things up. On to be fair, Jack Graham, Saturday nights are a good night for wrestling, uh, yeah. and give and given how it's also Armistice Day as well, um, it's a good day to, well to do a uh, a salute to the troops that day as well, which of course we will. Uh, not sure what's happening regarding that at CXW, but next day, Graham, um, as Vice Chairman of the Round Table, I've got to see fun for Parade. Mm. I'm going to be hanging that day. <laughs> Bang up moments. Bang up time. Good! Bad! Alright, I'm going to open up with um, a new fan cop moments from E underscore Freeds, and we have a question as well, Matt. Uh, fan cop moment, all in, that Bucks versus FTR match ruled, but what are your top three tag rivalries? Now, I'm going to do mine first. You probably gave you probably knew yours already off the top of my head. I had to think about it a little bit. So I'm going to go with, and I'm not giving an order, I'm just giving three, okay? I'm going to go with Hardys versus Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian versus the Dudleys. And Dudley's versus the Hardy Boys. All right, that that's my three. Okay, what about you? I that's not very creative, but they're pretty. Th they're three pretty good ones, right? It's technical one rivalry, but <laughs> but I can see we done there quite clever. Um, I'd like to just quickly point out, Graham, this is nothing to do with me. This with this 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 Twitter account. Okay, <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think for one second it was for this one. And you did last time, that was all. Well, right, that was right, right though, because I looked at the mutuals last time, and I was like, "This is a okay. my top three tag rivalries of all time." Oh, uh, um, you did see that I tagged you in this, and so I did, Graham, but it's still but it's, time for this very reason that we don't just get dead air, but. I'm not giving you dead air, Graham, but I I have a lot of love for um, the one between the Usos and the New Day. I think cause it ended up in if it it concluded in Hell in a Cell, and it was a really really good. I thought a really really good rivalry. Um, others would, would argue, I'm guessing. Um, I do have a lot of love for the Dudleys versus the. I'm going to say Dudleys, ENC, and, and Christian and the hard these all those three because they were just insane all the time that was a rivalry those those ones and i think you're probably right i think that does count as yeah okay and the last one um i did love I've got to make sure i word this right because i've got to remember which combination it is i did like Chris Jericho and Christian versus Lita and Trish Stratus. Oh, okay. I liked it, but I hated it in equal measure because it was the it was the battle of the sexes. 
um, thing, which Bischoff did, and it would never fly nowadays, of course. Um, but I did enjoy it because it was something different, and it did lead to something further down the road. It led to Trish turning on Chris Jericho and all that sort of stuff. So it did start there. I mean, you could also throw in uh, the Guerreros against Team Angle, for example, because that was great as well. Um, yeah. this, this, um, honorable mention as well for DX versus Rated RKO. That was quite a heated rivalry as well. Uh-huh. I, I nearly about, was about to add in an indie answer, but then I suddenly realized it wasn't really a rivalry. Um, it was more of a, a tag team. But Chris Statlander and Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I would I would also I'd actually if you want to give me an indie I'll give an indie answer. Um I'll give an indie answer to the Rebellion versus the Demon Death Squad. Um those two teams have torn up multiple times. I've written a twenty minute banger. Um, at um, Let's Have It. Uh, that was Chef's Kiss. That was one of the best matches I've ever seen in any promotion, including WWE or AEW. Uh-huh. It was phenomenal. I- I'm going to give you a proper rivalry then. Um, Ugly Ducklings versus the Gymnasty Boys. That from yes. very uh, early days at Nova Pro, that, that was kind of a, a regular one. Or you could mix in the Carnies there probably as well. But to, was... to, to quote from a matter chat, or matter quack, I should say, I both should say, which I recorded back at WrestleMania 19 week, WrestleMania 20, um, 30, 35 weekend in 2019. Um, the the Ducklings actually did say that um, the biggest rivals they ever had were the Gymnasty Boys. Yeah. They hate them, but they love them at the same time. And ironically, like, one of the uh, Gymnasty Boys is now tying in with uh, Rob Killjoy. So <laughs> that's yes. the way it goes in wrestling, right? You love and then you hate and then you go back again and back and forth. But yeah, that, absolutely that, great. That was probably one of my first experiences of an indie tag rivalry. So I, I would have to mention, I'd have to mention that as well. What's next? Right, the next one up, Graham. I'm going to go to high five, Tom. Sad cop moment from Tom. The end of an era with UTT Rob and the boys finishing their last episode of UTT Tank. Yeah. Yep. Good cop moment. After missing the last few shows, glad to be back to AAW Pro with my boys Tristan and Andy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's nice to know that UTT definitely across the pond. Well done, boys. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with Justin, uh, just in time 2-1-1. Best cop easily all in. After an incredibly sad and heartbreaking week, all in definitely delivered and was the light fans needed. And worst cop, more nonsense with everyone's famous favorite drama queen, CM Punk. At this point, Tony needs to cut his losses and let him go. Now, I haven't been following this story too close, but it sounded like, isn't Jack Perry a little bit more to blame than CM Punk? Or am I, did I miss another part? It depends whose side you want to take. Okay. Right. I'm staying out of it while you mention it. But now you brought it up. Um basically <laughs> apparently they've both been suspended. They have. And if that's the case, then Tony Khan, about fucking time. No. No one is above the law. No. No, chat grapple and cheap pops. Tell him why he's totally wrong. They didn't even provide him a service when his plane arrived. He had to get his own Allegedly. Okay, allegedly. Well, whatever. I bet that's true. If if it is, then that really surprised me. But at the same time, Graham, I think it would probably be for everybody, Graham. Plus, CM Punk is the sort of person he likes to, like, oh, this bad publicity. He's a drama queen, Graham. You know what he's like. 
Anyway, moving on, Graham. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm hate it when we have characters in wrestling. In wrestling, but not in the. Not when you're not. Anyway, moving on, Graham. Moving, moving, real moving. glass in a match. Okay, never mind. It's it's not Jack Perry's fault. Go on, keep going. No, I didn't, I didn't say it wasn't his fault, but I don't know all the details. So I can't pass judgment. Right, moving on to Millwall, Chris. Uh, fan cop moment. Sting. Still think maybe he should maybe retire. Because he can't keep taking the bumps he takes at his age. Good cop moment, finding a picture of Glenn Hoddle. I want to know more about that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm that was a tease. I'm dying to know more information. Please share next week some more details about that. Yeah, or come on a volley and you can, at some point, we'll interview you about it. It'd be nice to hear about your, your chat with Glenn Hoddle. Uh, and bad cop moment, how much for five points? Oof. Right, right. Millwall Chris. I know you're not doing the den, but let me put this into context for you. When you go to a wrestling event, you don't buy a round. <laughs> you buy yourself, mate. That's it. Because <laughs> otherwise, the bill goes up and up and up. Because the same thing happened at Disney World. Trust me, I've been doing my maths ready for next week Next week or so, Graham. <laughs> and you drink before you get into the event. Now, actually, you asked me how my week was earlier, and I forgot something. I didn't write this down. So I was at the Commanders game last week. Now, you know that I don't like paying stadium prices. Oh, I know it. Fucking hell, it was expensive. Um, we we I saw it, I saw what I wanted. I wanted nachos. Mason wants nachos. I said nachos. I was like, we'll buy dinner at the game, no problem. Like, I know it's going to be. I was like, we'll pay it. And we saw fourteen dollars, but it had like bar. It had like um, pulled pork or something, or barbecue meat on the top. And I was like, all right, that's pretty good. Um, we'll, we'll we'll pay that. And I saw the size of them as well, and I was like, that that looks good. And it was. It filled me up. It filled Mason up. We we were good. No nacho cheese on it. Can you have nachos without nacho cheese? That was weird. Like it had a a special. It wasn't a cheap salsa. It was a handmade salsa. So that kind of was good as well. And it had um, uh, I don't know what it was, pico de gallo or something. I don't know. It had something else. It was it was really nice. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed it. Pretty good value for money. Jackson, however, as we left our section, I was like, oh, there's chicken tenders and fries, fourteen dollars. I'm like, that's ridiculous, but sure, we'll we'll we'll, we'll go with it because it'll fill. What? I'm, I'm considering i was like it's not like if you went to a restaurant it's probably about ten dollars for that so i'm like fine we'll, we'll we'll pay it i admit if you go to mcdonald's it'd be a lot cheaper anyway saw that he always has chicken tenders guess what for the one time ever i don't want chicken tenders I'm like brilliant let's keep going and i'm gonna miss the kickoff so we went past you pretzel doesn't want a pretzel popcorn doesn't want a popcorn which is fine because it's not really a meal it's more of a snack so i kind of understand that Next place we come to, hot dogs. He doesn't eat hot dogs. Next place we come to, Philly cheesesteak. He doesn't eat Philly cheesesteak. We get to the Johnny Rockets, and it's the burger. And he's like, I want a burger. They had the same thing. Chicken tender meal, $14. A burger, a cheeseburger and fries, $20. And I was like, you better not choose that cheeseburger, buddy, because we're going we're gonna to come to blows at this point. Um, guess what, Matt? Even though the guy who doesn't like cheese, cheeseburger, Okay. So I was like, you know, it's gonna have cheese on top. It'll probably have mayo, and you can't order like you can. Like I don't want this, don't want that, don't want that. So he had that. So and got to get him a drink, of course, as well. Souvenir sodas were twelve dollars. The souvenir soda was not a souvenir soda. It literally had a W on for Washington. So Jackson's meal thirty two dollars. <laughs> My meal fourteen dollars. 
And um, do you want to guess what percentage of this $20 meal that Jackson actually ate in the end that he was desperate for and picked over his favorite meal, chicken tenders and fries? Do you want to guess a percentage? No. It was about 20%. I will guess. I will guess one, but I don't want to guess. 25%, and I was pissed. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. You did not... The burger was really small as well. Like, you know, sometimes when you pay a bit more, you get, like, the, the big burger, like the eight-ounce burger. I don't this mind paying like... for something if I get a good size. I agree. I agree. And that's why I had no problems with what Mason and I ordered. But this thing was like a slider burger in a, a fairly... It was nothing special at all. And then he wouldn't barely ate any of it. Didn't he? he $20 for a slider? It was the size of the burger was ridiculous. It wasn't a quarter pounder, I can tell you that. Oh, I was fuming. So, although our seats were cheap, what the fuck exactly? So, if you wanted a beer, it was like seventeen fifty. I was like, this is ridiculous. So, the prices I was where were you buying this stuff? The prices I was complained about, and I it, admittedly, it's five years ago, it's four years ago. Sorry that we went to WrestleMania, but even so, the prices were absolutely. Well, let me just comparisons for you graham right now because i've been looking at disney world prices and we're paying the disney upcharge bearing in mind yeah yeah chicken tenders there is ten dollars fifty and right. you don't have to pay gratuity there because it's quick service we, they didn't uh, that was one thing they didn't do they didn't spin the little thing around and ask for a tip and i'm like good job because <laughs> that's i've no. 20 dollars like you freaking kidding me that's built in at this point no, no. So, but gratuity about twenty, about twenty, twenty-five percent, isn't it? Graphically, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what we're taking into account for our sit-down meals. But for quick and quick service, they can, they can, they can jog on basically. They ain't done fuck Absolutely. all for it. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but chicken tender is about ten dollars fifty, give or take. Yeah. Beer about ten dollars. Sure, that's about what um, I was saying. A slide. Oh, hang on. No, no, I'm just going to quickly check. Space 2020 Lounge at Epcot. Sliders, they are... They're not, they're not it cheap. It wasn't a but... slider. It was a big bond, but it wasn't a big burger. It, it, was, kind it, of, it, was, it was ridiculously disproportional. Okay, so you got more, more bun than meat. Right, okay. Well, even if that's the case... Um, $20 unless... is insane. $20 is... Ridiculous. It is. Because you could have gone and got a Big Mac meal for nine dollars, ten dollars. Well, guess what? If we ever go to the commanders again, we'll be getting food on the way. The start time was like five thirty. Uh, sorry, the start time was six. We wanted to see all the warm-ups because we were close. Um, I don't think we'll be reviewing it for JGB. We were right next to the Bengals tunnel and the, we could lean over and get up, put our hands out and get high five. Jackson got six high fives from Bengals players. So the oh. seats were phenomenal. It was really cool. Um, but if we ever went again, we're getting food on the way. But yeah, so we arrived at the parking lot about 4.30, so it was a little early to stop and get food beforehand, and I was like, hey, look, it's a one-off thing, like, I'll pay, I'll, I don't, I'll dig into my, but yeah, to pay $32 for a kid's meal, essentially, it's like, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I got a reasonable deal on the parking. It won't sound reasonable, but $35. Uh, we had a 10-minute walk to the stadium. Like, if you're right next to the stadium, it's like 60 or 70 though, so... Yeah, yeah, not 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 good, not good. We've got right, Next fan cut moment. Yeah, because I got some taxiing to do in a short while. Uh, Danny, our Scottish juggalo, good cop. Tony Khan licensing music for the wrestlers to use, specifically at All In. It was a fantastic night for wrestling. But bad cop, Dave Meltzer being shocked that fans in London weren't running up to him, mocking out in the streets like they do in Japan. That may be my favourite thing from the entire <laughs> fucking week. 
I like that bad cop moment. <laughs> I always like a positive bad cop moment. That is the best bad cop moment of the entire fucking year. Mwah! Dave Meltzer, no one cares about you in England. Ha! 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 <clears throat> I don't give it 21. <laughs> good cop moment. All in with a bloody good show. And loads of my mates had a great time attending. Bad cop moment. Haven't had time to watch Impact Emergence yet. Sorry for the spoilers there, maybe, from earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll do the Midwest Wrestling Roundup podcast. Great cop moment. Had two returning guests from other pods and a new one to come on this week to talk about the 2023 Insane 8. Great conversation and an in-classic high-five Tom fashion. Talked for two and a half hours uh, and then recorded for 50 minutes. <laughs> That's, that's the model. That's the model. Uh, future cop moment going to AAW Pro. So, didn't you already do that one? Or was no. it just, did he forget that he already did that and then repeated the he same? He put one? that in his high five Tom one. Yeah, yeah, he he forgot. He forgot. That's why you don't tweet from three different accounts. Well, from Ring of Honor Reverie, um, good, <laughs> good Ring of Honor TV cop moment this week. Kevin Steen cut the best pro and had the best match. Since he lost the title, is Steen back to being seen? Fight, scene, fight. Um, you'll have to check. I don't think you did UTT, Rob. Did you? I did not. All right. Um, UTT, Rob. Then good cop moment. Seeing people before the show at Wembley. Bad cop moment. Getting diverted twice on the way to Wembley and attack Brown and Ash just sat in traffic and beat us there. And uh, WTF cop moment. CM Punk and Jack Perry. Yes, it's a little bit. Um, yes, absolutely. Right, I'm going to do one last one, Graham. Um, uh-huh. Heal Cherry Jerry. Yep. Uh, good cop moment. After 10 years, I have finally got to come back home and I had an amazing time with my BFF. That is amazing. Bad cop moment. We lost Terry Funk, then Bray Wyatt, then Bob Barker, then Harley Quinn, and now Mike Enriquez. It's really sad. Unfortunately, it really, really is. Mm-hmm. I got one last one. At Jimmy Evans, we got the little uh, disc golf <laughs> little picture. Of there, course, which I did. appreciate world championship disc golf going on. Round two is being played as we speak, and I'm sacrificing it just so I can talk some wrestling with you, buddy. I hope you appreciate that. Devil's yeah. advocate. We didn't do it Devil last week. Time. We gotta do it. Sister brothers, non-binary others, welcome to episode 247 of Good Cop, Bad Cop, Wrestling Podcast, Devil's Advocate Round. Myself and Graham will throw Devil's Advocates at each other for, for 20 seconds, where we defend every ridiculous statement as if it is the truth. Anyone out there believe that we are believing what we say and not just making it up to try and make each other laugh, take it up with our DA, DA, Michael Pellegrini at Dying Format, who actually made a return to Twitter this week, it seemed. Ah! <laughs> Good. Uh, um, he actually replied to a message that Graham actually had tweeted out back in May, right from a good card, <laughs> from from good card, bad card. Um, Better late he forgot, than that. He forgot he even appeared in the show, Graham. Apparently, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Graham, I only have the one for you because I was prepared for two of you. I have two. One was for you. One was for Ryan. You can easily do both, though. So I will happily do both, Graham. So if you want to give me one first, 
Sure. I will give you yours in the middle. The, the one I had for you was actually, um, it fitted on both categories. You can either have it as a wrestling one, or you can have it as a non-wrestling one. And it I'll work it out and one another gone. Either. Okay. So yours was, the only wrestling worthy of conversation on this week's episode should have been the 15th annual Gravy Wrestling Championship from Lancashire. Absolutely, Graham. I'm not going to do a Lancashire accent, Graham, because that would just be insulting. But... Gravy wrestling, Graham. We've seen it before. We saw Man Night Raw, Graham. We saw so we saw um Candice Michelle defending the women's championship against Melina in a gravy bowl match. I would happily watch anyone wrestling. I like Big Joe defend the Extreme Championship in a gravy bowl match. Now, for those who are not familiar with that, this kind of fits in with that cheese rolling thing. It's one of those very traditional British quirks that we tend to do. Um, from the BBC website, wrestlers donned fancy dressed and grappled in a gravy-filled pool. The event at the Rosen Bowl pub in Rosendale raises money for the East Lancashire Hospice, which supports people with life-limiting illnesses. Competitors battle in two-minute bouts, watched by hundreds of spectators. The judges award points on entertainment value as well as wrestling. Wrestling's all about fun, and if you're rate for a good cause like it is there as well, great job for those people doing that. And um, yeah, if I'd have had a gap, I would have actually gone into a little more detail, but it seemed easier to use it as a devil's advocate rather than a... Uh, did you see any of the pictures from it at all? No, Graham, I didn't. It's on the That's... BBC website. It, it's, it, you can tell that it's a fun event. Like, people, normally if you're getting thrown into onto the mat, normally they're not particularly happy. They weren't selling particularly good. Some of them had big smiles on their face just because they've been covered in gravy. But yeah. All right, what you got for me? Okay, Graham. Um, there was advocate for you, Graham, is um, nothing speaks modern and up-to-date than dragging someone who should be dead out at half-time in a wrestling event. Well, absolutely. I'm sure you're talking about All In, and I have absolutely no idea who that is. But yeah, you've got to go for the cheap pops, obviously. If you've got your celebrities, you bring them in. That's what that's what the fans want to see. They do want to see some wrestling matches, but you've got to mix it up. We talked about it being a buffet before, and what's better than seeing like a celebrity coming out? So if you're talking about Jerry Lawler right now, because I just realized that might be who it is. Oh, damn, I realized too late. <laughs> I realized with 17 seconds that you weren't talking about All In. Darn it. I, I do like I we got to see the king of uh, um I think it was four years ago. It came up on yeah. my Facebook feed. Pre-COVID. And yeah, he was such he was so cool. It was actually, I think, six months. I think it was a year after his son had died, because he was supposed to turn up and he didn't, obviously. Um it was within like a week or so of that. And then he did turn out the year later. And um, yeah, he was really cool. Uh, Mason and I got some great pictures. And if I remember correctly, we didn't even go into the baseball game. We bought tickets, met Jerry, and then left. I think that was it. I don't think we even did anything at all. All right. Your last one was obviously for Ryan. And um I was worried actually that yours and ours might have been the same because i know that you like to look at people's uh social media and use it against them so you had nothing great you had nothing great this week i was gonna do the the same tactic so the one i was gonna give to ryan that i'm giving no. to you is my only problem with the wrestle witches that's melissa halloween decorations is why did she wait as late as august to put that stuff out graham this is the thing you see. You have to think about planning, Graham. Do you know when Disney World start putting Halloween decorations out, Graham? They start doing it at the start of August, Graham. Halloween parties have already started at Disney World. We know because we've bought one. Okay, we're going to be going to Halloween party two weeks tomorrow. Hmm. 
Now there is a ten- there is definitely a trend in America to put things out for each of the kind of different events, and they make a really good job of it because basically they have more story space. Like we have quite a bit of Halloween stuff now. This time of year, people start getting ready for fall because we're about to head into September. But Autumn. If you got a skeleton out on the front lawn, that's not fall. That's definitely Halloween. And uh, yeah, August. I did. It was funny because I saw Ryan talking to Melissa about it but on Facebook one of, one of my co-workers mentions like oh my god my neighbors started putting out what looked like fall decorations but then it has a skeleton there and I was like and then I saw Melissa's post afterwards I was like oh my god yep obviously totally disconnected but people putting out their Halloween decorations too soon absolutely do you want to know what Ryan's devil's advocate was oh is it, I'm, is it I'm not going to defend or not not really, because you it's don't really crazy. agree. Not really, because it doesn't really offend you. Uh, okay. Yeah, what but was this? It was Jerry Lawler looks at the prime of his life and should be added to the SmackDown commentary team, and it just be him and Kevin Patrick. <laughs> that would that, be... that wrote itself for me when I saw yeah, that. I was like, oh my God, he looks like he should be six feet under. He did not look a well man. I've not seen him with the... Uh, he looked like he had a, a white beard. He looked like creepy Santa. I got to do taxi and duty, so we got to wrap this thing up, Matt. Guys, guys, we're out of here. We'll be back next week. Um, hopefully, Ryan will be back with us next week. Um, if you're listening to this, um, obviously, go and check out other stuff on the network. Stuff like, you know, you know, like, you know, like PSP podcast. Uh, obviously, check out JDB when it, as and when it drops. And check out, of course... The Brain Buster Boys. Who we beat! We're out of here. Boom. The music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 HTTP scroll slash slash creativecommon.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash